Welcome to Podstale. I'm your host, Holly Walter. Today we're talking heat relief. As temperatures climb, it's important to remember that heat can be deadly, which is why we want residents to know how they can find shelter from the heat and how they can help others who might be vulnerable. The Maricopa Association of Governments coordinates with partners throughout the region to implement the Heat Relief Network, which Scottsdale is proud to be part of. But before we get into more details, let's turn the time over to Stephanie Harada for this episode's Fast Five. Hi, I'm Public Affairs Specialist Stephanie Harada with five fast things happening around the city you need to know. Kicking us off at number five, the monsoon is underway and will last through September 30th. These storms form quickly and can cause severe localized winds and flooding. That's why it's important to be ready, set, go. This three-step program encourages Arizonans to get ready now for what threatens their community, to be set by maintaining awareness of significant danger, and to go evacuate immediately when the danger is current and life-threatening. Visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Monsoon Ready to learn more about staying safe during this monsoon. Next up at number four, we've got Fall Fun for All. Registration for Scottsdale's fall recreation programs and after-school programs is now open. With a wide variety of classes and programs available, there's something for everyone. To find out more or register for these amazing programs, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search after school or recreation classes. Slide the Rails is back and in our number three spot. The fun begins at 9 a.m. on Saturday, August 6th at the McCormick-Stillman Railroad Park. This wet and wild event is the perfect way to end summer and slide into the new school year. A variety of inflatable slides and obstacle courses will be available for all ages, including a new bubble foam pit. Wristbands are $10 and go on sale on August 1st. To learn more, visit therailroadpark.com and click on events. In our number two spot, Scottsdale was featured on KJazz's Every Last Drop series. Scottsdale was the first Valley community to officially declare a drought. Scottsdale Water made the call in summer 2021, shortly after the federal government announced Colorado River states would soon be facing water cuts. The article interviewed Scottsdale employees to discuss how the city's drought plan has already helped to reduce our water footprint. Read the full article at kjzz.org and search Scottsdale Water. Finishing off our list at number one, Pinball Wizard has found a home at the Scottsdale Waterfront Splash Pad. Scottsdale Public Art worked with artist Annette Coleman to design and install the mosaic artwork. The piece includes a concrete wall and bench with 30 mosaic spheres and domes of various sizes. The glass is cut into random shapes and in a variety of colors that dance with light in any weather. To learn more about the piece and view photos, visit scottsdalepublicart.org and search Pinball Wizard. And that's our Fast Five for this episode of Podstale. Got something for a future Fast Five? Tell us by emailing communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll turn it back over to you. Holly? Thanks, Stephanie. Okay, so we're here to talk about Scottsdale's involvement in the Heat Relief Network. Partners can join the network as a cooling center, which is an indoor and air-conditioned building where people can get out of the heat and cool down, as a hydration station, an indoor or outdoor location that provides water, or by collecting donations for network partners. Here with me today are Andy Pasmonic and Ray Gomez. Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Our Good pleasure. Okay, so you both work at Vista Del Camino Community Center, which is where we provide a variety of services to Scottsdale residents to prevent homelessness, meet the basic needs of individuals and families in crisis, relieve economic and emotional stress, and assist individuals to maintain self-sufficiency. That's a lot. 
It is a lot. <laughs> Before we begin talking about our city's involvement with the Heat Relief Network, can you share a bit about yourselves with our listeners? I'll start with you, Andy. Yeah. Um, again, I'm Andy Passmont. I'm the Recreation Coordinator at Vista Del Camino Community Center. I've been with the city just short of 25 years now, um, all but six months of that in Parks and Recreation. Um, I've been with community centers and youth development and sports and tennis. I am now at Human Services at Vista Del Camino. I've been there about six months, and I love it there. Wonderful. And what do you do uh, there? What's your primary job duty? So the food bank manager is the primary duty of what I have, but uh, the operations of the facility itself and the recreation portion, you know, we do have a park with lots of amenities and the reservations. So um, it's kind of twofold, but uh, obviously the food bank is the bulk of our business. Yes, there's a lot of things happening at Vista, a lot of moving parts. So I'll turn it over to you, Ray. How about yourself? Hello. Yes, uh, I've been with the city for about 13 years now going to be 14 in February 23. And I started off at McCormick Stillman Railroad Park. I loved it there. I loved meeting the celebrities. But I just wanted to expand my career in the city. So I moved on over to Vista Del Camino. I used to go there as a kid when it was a community center and work my way up to the food bank. And here I am. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, one thing I love about community services is it does seem like employees have the opportunity to move around in their career and experience different areas of the city in those jobs. They do. Yes. Now let's get into today's subject, our efforts to prevent heat-related deaths. In fact, um, we're recording this episode. We're right in the midst uh, of an excessive heat warning this week. And some numbers I pulled up uh, before this interview, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, heat was a contributing factor in more than 1,500 U.S. deaths in 2021, which was a huge jump from the last recorded number of just over 1,000 in 2018. And here in Arizona, we have nearly 2,000 people visit emergency rooms because of heat-related illnesses, which is what we're trying to prevent here. How did our participation with the Heat Relief Network begin, and what is our involvement? Well, the Heat Relief Network is a regional partnership with the Maricopa Association of Governments, uh, and um, it's, it's called MAG. And Organizations, uh, faith-based organizations, uh, municipalities, nonprofits, they can get involved by going to the MAG website and signing up to become a location. And as you said earlier, you can be a hydration station, you can be a, a cooling center, or you can be a donation site. Um, and uh, Vista Del Camino has been involved for quite a while. Um, the two libraries, Mustang Library and Civic Center Library, are also involved in the, in the network. Um, they are not donation sites, Vista Del Camino is, and we provide the water to those sites to ensure that they have the water to meet that vulnerable population. Oh, that's incredible. So there are three different things you can do as part of this network, and it sounds like as at the city, we're doing all three. Are we offering the uh, heat relief centers as well? Yeah, so Vista Del Camino is all three. So we are a hydration station where anybody can come off the street, especially, uh, you know, like I said, the people experiencing homelessness mm -hmm. or those using public transportation can walk into Vista Del Camino Center. They could ask for a bottle of water. They can get some heat refuge just sitting in the facility and cool off for a little bit. Um, and we do take donations um, of water. Whereas the libraries, they are just a hydration station. You can go in and, and grab, grab a bottle of water. Nice. So, Ray, what is your role at Vista in terms of working on this project? Well, I've been uh, 
the program has been with Vista for about five plus years. And as a recreation leader, I would rove the park and hand out bottled waters to every patron I would pass by. And it was one of my favorite things to do because a lot of people thought they were in trouble, but rolled down my window, hey, would you like a bottle of water? And their face was priceless. They'll just brighten up and say, yes, I would love a bottle of water. You could live in Arizona your whole life, but this heat will always catch up to you. Yes. So that was one of the great things about handing out water to the patrons of the park. That's really great. So we so we don't have to wait for someone to come into Vista. We can act, we actually go out and check on people and make sure they're doing okay and hand out the water throughout that area. Yes. Great. Now I'm guessing we are especially concerned with vulnerable populations like those experiencing homelessness and older adults on fixed income who can't afford to turn on their air conditioning. Even those in good physical shape, as you were mentioning, Ray, or you've grown up in Arizona, you can die in the heat. How do we target those populations? Do we do any kind of outreach to let folks know that we have these cooling stations and hydration stations available? We are uh, promoting on our website and on the MAG website. Um, we have signage throughout the city at the facilities. Um, the hydration stations and, and, this, and the network runs May 1st through September 30th each year. Um, the talk is next year to increase it by 15 days on either end, go okay. April 15th through October 15th. Um, so, yeah, we are uh, part of a network. Uh, you can go online and, and check out those sites. Um, the MAG does map those sites, so you get a, a pretty good interactive map, map online where you can see what station and what they provide. I'm guessing those who are in the area, a lot of it is word of mouth, too. Yes. Right? So, someone finds out that they can cool off from the heat or get a bottle of water and let others know that we have this service available to them. Definitely. There has been times where I would pass out a bottle of water to a patron, and that same person will come to Vista donating another packet of water. Oh, that's nice. Great. So paying it forward. Right. <laughs> so in your experiences through this program, and I know obviously there's a level of privacy involved with the clients we work with, but what are some of the circumstances or things that you've seen and, you know, what kind of people need this type of help? Well, growing up, uh, not only have I been the helping hand, I, uh, my mother was also the receiving hand. She was, a she was a single mother of three boys, and she received a food box from Vista Del Camino. And I would, when she brought that box home and to see her face and how big of a relief it gave her and uh, it was, I'm sorry, I getting choked up just thinking about it right now, but it goes a long way for a family. And especially now we, we give out more stuff with the food box and I just, ah, sorry, I can't, I can't even talk about it, but. Well, it shows that your heart is really into the work that you do, and it has a lot of meaning. So you're, you're bringing up an excellent point. Not only do we need to think about keeping people hydrated, but uh, fed as well. And um, our food bank is open year-round, right? Right. And um, how does it work for someone to receive those services? We have to be a Scottsdale resident, and you would make an appointment with our front desk, who are great at answering the phones, and it will go on from there, really. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot more... There's not a lot of requirements to receive a food box, but the one the one most important, you have to be a Scottsdale resident. Okay. And you get that food box, you can get one every 30 days. Great. Okay. And we will give you a box, which is about 40 pounds of canned items and prepackaged items. And um, 
We'll also give you produce if we have it, if, if we're able to get that donated, milk and eggs if it's available, mm-hmm. um, pet food if you have pets, um, bread. So we, we operate on donations mostly, okay. um, and we're part of a grocery relief program. So we have multiple grocery stores within Scottsdale that we visit daily and pick up donations of items that are uh, soon to be expiring. Okay. That's great. A great way to uh, make sure that those items don't go to waste. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned the donations. How can someone help with the either the um, hydration stations or with the food bank? Uh, well, we're open 9 to 5 on Monday through Friday, and we have plenty of uh, food bank signage, or even if you would like to do a food drive yourself, we provide uh, signage and a wish list and even a food bin. So we will pick up and exchange if it's if it's a lot. <laughs> and you can visit our website at scottsdalezy.gov and search Vista Del Camino or Food Bank okay. to see our website and to get okay. the information. Um, and like Ray said, we are open Monday through Fridays from 9 to 5. And we do quite a bit of um, drives. You know, if you want to do a drive, uh, we'll... We'll get in contact with you and provide you with a bin. Um, if you want to just drop by the food bank and, and provide a donation, whether it's in food or cash or check, we'll accept that. So uh, reaching our website or coming to the facility is the best way. I imagine there were several challenges you had to face during the pandemic when a lot of things were shut down, and I'm sure families were experiencing those challenges as well. How did you work through distributing food and doing those types of things during COVID-19? A lot of it was food, uh, food drives. Okay. Yes, because we would buy bulk, uh, bulk canned goods from the grocery stores, and a lot of them stopped because of the shortage. We got the word out, and a lot of people, a lot of people in the community contributed, and it was great. We nothing changed. A lot of the donations from the grocery stores did slow down, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was the only part, not able to give a family milk and eggs all the time. Right. But the canned goods did not change at all. Great, and kept it going. Yeah. How, did, how does it work with uh, volunteers? Do you have volunteers at Vista? Yes, we do. Okay. We have two volunteers right now. Yeah, we were um, obviously without volunteers for about two years during mm-hmm. the, the COVID lockdown, and, and um, we were just able to bring volunteers back. We're limited to the number we could have. We have two right now, but we're working on uh, getting a few more. So their help is... Um, quite beneficial to us and we're able to increase the number of food boxes that we can distribute in a month with their help. Great. And how many families do you estimate are served each month with the food boxes? Do we have a number? Yeah, about 150 plus families. Oh, yes. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. We were able to increase our distribution over the summer with some help from county employees. Uh, so we were up to about 240 families last month. So again, with volunteers and others, we're able to increase that distribution. Fantastic. And do we have any estimates on the amount of water we distribute through the hydration stations? Well, we go about through. We go about, I would say, 60 cases a week. Mm-hmm. But we still have more than enough to provide water to all the patients. Excellent. That's great to know. Now, going back to the heat, um, Andy, do you have any common sense tips that you can suggest for those to um, stay safe and healthy during the summer? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Um you know, reduce the amount of time outside and keep that to the morning hours or the evening after the sun goes down. Um, if you are outside um, and you're exercising, um, reduce that time as well. If you're outside, wear sunscreen and stay very hydrated. 
And if you could find someplace indoors, air conditioned to spend some time and get some relief, do that as well. Fantastic. And what listeners can do if you do encounter someone experiencing a heat-related emergency, of course, you can call 911. Um, We talked about donating bottled water or canned goods to our food bank at Vista del Camino and help to educate your friends and your neighbors on the dangers of extreme heat and tips to avoid heat-related illness. Also, check on your elderly neighbors to ensure that they are staying cool. And, of course, let others know about Vista Services, the food bank, and everything else they have to offer. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners before we close today? We would like to thank all the contributors. Thank you for your donations, and it just goes a long way for the families. And I cannot tell you how much we appreciate the help. We wouldn't be able to do the great things without all the food drives and the donors. And Just thank you so much. Yeah, and please, please donate. Um, water is definitely a need during the summer, summer um, months. Um, it is only getting hotter, as we know. the The climate is changing a, a bit, and it seems to get hotter every year. So, um, yeah, as I said earlier, they're going to expand that heat relief network a little bit next year as well. So, um, we appreciate all the donations we can get. Fantastic. And as we mentioned, free water and heat refuge through September 30th. Our stations are available at Civic Center and Mustang Libraries and Vista del Camino. And we talked a lot about this map to search for hydration stations. You can go to azmag.gov and find that information for locations throughout the valley or visit scottsdaleaz.gov. You can search either Vista del Camino or search hydration station for more information. Andy and Ray, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you, Holly. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us. And that wraps up another episode of Podsdale. Have a suggestion for a future episode? Send it to us at communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. Until next time, stay safe and stay cool.